This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I stop on your mom? The guardian love you, son. Now on. You do as I do. May the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Ready for this? Welcome to Geek Herring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, I'm Amanda, and with me today is my awesome, hilarious, wonderful, and totally turned around co-host, Moni. Hey, hey, <laughs> totally Moni. Totally turned around. Totally turned around. <laughs> I am. A- yeah, you're, it's facing a different direction, you know, so I have to... It's true. It's, it's kind of totally turned around. Well, it's turned around 90 degrees, so I just switched... Um, which the podcast listeners will obviously give no shits about. I it's true. <laughs> I turned my desk. So we're now having a... Instead of a wall and a curtain with fairy lights, there is now a visual into my entire living. Kind it's of. beautiful. Uh, so whatever is visible. Which is the dog, two dog beds and a big TV. <laughs> two dog but beds in the, the dog same is, room. I love it. I have too many dog beds for the fact that I only have one dog. So... Uh, yeah, that's some kind, all kinds of weird and unfortunate, but I was very motivated and at some point bought too many beds, whatever. I can't, oh, wow. I can't, can't justify myself. So he just has the option and he's not lying in either of them. Actually, not even here. <laughs> now that I think about it, that's the reason why he's not lying in any of them or otherwise he could be lying under the bed, under the table, under the table. Oh. But anyway, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. What have the wise too? I have not been up to very much. Tom and I tried to go for a walk through the forest yesterday and it's um, still mud, which I thought it would be, but it was, uh, you know, we had to go see for it ourselves. Mm. So we didn't go for a walk. And um, also it's not true that not a lot happened because Tom visit is now with you. Oh yeah, that happened after our last recording. Tom's here. Yay. Yeah. It's and like he never left. He happened. What happened? Oh, indeed. D&D happened twice. See? Why are you saying nothing happened? Those are all a lot of things. That's true. D&D is always awesome. See? I had one sad emotional session and one spider-filled session. Fun. Didn't we talk the, the week before or two weeks before about... No, last week about Elden Ring and the gross hands and spidery. Why would you want to repeat the spiders in D&D then? Just unfortunately, I don't make the encounters. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> My character Yet. tried very hard not to go near the spiders, but nobody else wanted to listen. <laughs> she was like, um, Nightmare Fuel, Spider Alley, uh, another Nightmare Fuel, Spider Alley, like, let's not go that way. And guess where we went? A different direction right into spiders. I was like, thanks, Josh, thanks. No, that's, that's, that's rude. All kinds of... I was like... I finally beat the spider hands, though, in Elden Ring. I got past them. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. It was um, it was a, a good time. Much of that, the times. That, that seemed a bit unbelie- the unbelievable. <laughs> like, you don't really It was anticlimactic, really, because I didn't know what to expect. And then there was these, like, I got past the spider hands. And then I was like, ooh, look, there's like a circle of chairs. And it looks really creepy. And then I was like oh, this is a boss fight. And then I killed her in three times. It was like three goes. And I was like, oh, I'm actually getting good at this game. And then I immediately died. And I was like, oh. 
<laughs> Standard. <laughs> this is and this is. But are you again stuck in between a rock and a hard place and don't know where to go with because everything is difficult? Not right now. Um, I'm mostly stuck between all of the hard places, and I currently have. Uh, a mission to go somewhere that is not any of those hard places. I just haven't played to go to that not super hard nice. place. I think the biggest challenge will be finding it. And I'm like, just okay. look it up a map. I'm like, oh, it's here. <laughs> I mean, depends on how how much you yourself not finding. I'll find because it eventually. Like, there's quite a lot of places that I haven't explored. And I know yeah. it's in this general area, <laughs> but the area is quite large. Oh. I'll find it. Cool At least beans. I don't need to go near the spider hands again. Actually, it was gross. really gross because I was walking along the castle wall. And if you look off the side, you can see the severed stump of the hand like on the wall. Because they are on the walls. Like, and you're up here and you see the severed stump of it. And it's like... <laughs> no, no, no. Those no, are all you. the ways I don't want to hear anything. <laughs> yeah, it was disgusting. I, yeah. But see, a lot of things happened. Just yeah. Sometimes it seems it's not a lot, but it's a lot. What's happened with you in the last week? Started back with work. Feel like Ooh. I already worked two <laughs> days. Yeah, I know. Worked two days and it felt like, feel like I already had hit my work pants for the week. But work is so. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, not a lot happened. Feel like I'm not really in. But it's fine. This is how it is. <laughs> Played Dorf Romantic on Sunday and we got the number two in the champion, like in the leaderboard. Number two was. Oh, yeah, the Tom was telling me that, that the champ was there. Yeah. The number two champ. That's pretty awesome. The number two, yeah, no. pretty wild. Um, um, oh, what was it? Exactly, Luke. I, I remember, but it wasn't about carry on. It's fine. What Tom introduced me to the latest in Wordle dupes. It's called Myrtle. What is the latest? Myrtle. Myrtle? Yes, you have to solve like a murder. murder. Yeah. Really? Yes. And um, he shared it with share me yesterday. It with the, share it with the class. Um, Tom, can you get that link, please? Because I have uh, closed off my bookmark and closed it. Um, but yeah, it's fantastic. You have to solve a murder. You get the clues. Um, it's like a clue, Cluedo kind of style where you get a choice between like, oh, you have to pick one of three murderers, one of three murder weapons, uh, one of three murder locations, and you have to like figure out who murderer with what weapon cool. and where did they do it. And the one yesterday, there was also a motive. Nice. Um, Tom's dropped the link out there and I will put the link in as well. Um, yeah, it, it's cool. I like it. Um, will this be one thing I add to my Wordle and Turtle thing? <laughs> because those are the games I'm playing. I'm still playing. You only play Wordle and Hurdle? Wow, I play Wordle, Loodle, Wordle, Quirtle, Myrtle, and sometimes I play Hurdle. I don't like it that one. No. <laughs> I think I tried Loodle once. I realized I don't know a lot of swear words, shockingly, aside from fucking and cunt. Um, so I'm learning like, a nah. lot, actually, about... <laughs> but I feel like it would be too difficult because I don't know so many words. And again, I don't know so many other of the words that I have to just, like, wildly throwing letters out there. So, what were the other ones? Wordle. Which you get what like the this shape like of a country. Guessa. It's uh, you get a shape of a country oh. and you need to guess what country. Yeah, I like that one. Then there's Quirtle, like, and so you have to like, you're guessing the letter and you're trying to get all four words. Like, okay, nine so rows. it's an extended wordle basically. Mm -hmm. Those four words are not connected, or are they? No, connected? they're not connected. Okay, but like if you say you guess your quest 
And then, like, the letters will show up in all four quadrants. Ah. So it's like an extended Sudoku with words. Kind of. A wordable Sudoku. Sure. Say that. I mean, probably not at I, all like Sudoku. Not, not really, but, but I'm, I'm going to no, but... just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's also Knuckle, which is the Canadian-based Wordle. So it's Wordle, but with all Canadian terms. That one's that one. Um, Hurdle. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. I feel like programming is a very... Very low. Oh, I don't make my nephew pro- program as a hurdle. I don't know. Do he it. Did Java. You get a silhouette of a famous geek. Yeah, that Tom, just really give difficult. us all the ideas. That would be so hard, though, because, like, so many people, like, are not visually famous, just really famous. Like, I couldn't tell you what Robin Hobb looks like. Yeah. But at the same time, in my head, I was like, mm. because how else are you otherwise going to be able to recognize people, as you say? Because okay. I can't put a book silhouette or hers because, again, you hardly anyway. It's a cool idea, though. We should probably get to our actual podcast. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, so this. we wanted to talk about a few different things today. We were like, oh, should we talk about the Oscars? Or should we talk about Sam Maggs? Or should we talk about something else? Or the Oscars? We came back to the Oscars. And then there was a few other things. And we were like, let's just do a Geek Girl in the News little roundup. Also, I feel we just need to put that out there before we start talking about it. We say we want to talk about the Oscars. We're not talking about everything everybody else talks about. The one thing that everybody talks about. Because yeah, we're not even going not to out, mention it. I just... Well, aside <laughs> from And potentially this. have one thing to say about the situation. Not situation, but otherwise. Um, but that can be which a is the thing I said to you. Yeah, it could be. Which wouldn't it could be, be a general conversation. Yeah, let's do that. That's a cool, a, cool a researched idea. episode. Can invite someone. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Anyway, that's mm-hmm. how that's how that <laughs> that was also epic. Can definitely mention that. All right. Which so now that you mention it, I forgot. Yep. Um, it's time for Geek Girl in. The- I'm so oh, excited. It's been so trailer. long. <laughs> Yay! And now we have to jingle now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Oscars happened. Were. We talked about it, uh, how many, four weeks ago, six ago, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. um, About what happened, about the nominees, and now we know a bunch of winners, and holy shit, there were quite some achievements this year. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. First of all, um, can we talk about the fact that Coda and Dune just absolutely swept up the wins across, like, so many different categories at the Academy Awards? Neither of them. Me neither. Me neither. (laughs) However... Coda winning Best Picture is pretty epic because it's a movie that um, is about the life of a hearing daughter of a deaf family and her journey into music school. Nice. Ooh, that sounds amazing. It actually sounds so good. Um, we should totally try to have a, a watch party of that in Discord if we can, Moni. That would be really good. Coda? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, that sounds epic. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. And along with it winning Best Picture... Um, Troy Kotsur won Best Supporting Actor, and he is the first deaf man to win an acting Oscar, and the second deaf actor overall to ever nice. win an Oscar. So lots of really cool um, disability and deaf representation there happening, like really cool right off the bat that that kind of, that that film is home so many recognition. But the but the really really also amazing thing about this is not only is he the second deaf actor overall but he the first one who got uh an oscar the first deaf actress in that case marley matlin marlene marley matlin 
they acted together. So they were like co-stars in Coda, both of them. That's so cool. So that's really cool. Um, and she got it in 1987. So that's like... Wow, that's a long time ago. Yeah. So it's not just recently. It's like been a good while um, that a deaf actor, actress, actor got wild. Oh, yeah, that's, that's just great. And yes, we're going to look it up. We're going to try to have a watch party. For, yeah. Um, Geek Herring Cinema... <laughs> Um, no, Boyd, no, no, no. <laughs> it was a long time ago, though. Like, come on. It was 30. How old am I? Five years Maybe ago. Maybe I see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, considering the Oscars is not like the Olympics, which that only happens every four years. The Oscars are f- every fucking year. But it's like, that's it's the <laughs> 35 years without any deaf actor or actress winning an Oscar. Like, that's a long time. <laughs> Boy, that's not what we're saying. See, Charity is like coming in hot. He's like, I wasn't even born in 87. <laughs> See, now, if, if you want to feel old, refer to Charlie's comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's pretty, that's pretty epic. Oh, I know her. If that's her, sorry, I just scrolled further down. I had no idea what Marley Matt. I've seen her in a lot of series. Like, she... There was this series, what was it called? I forgot it. With these two sisters and they were adopted. They were switched in the hospital and one of them was deaf and the other one wasn't. But they were switched in the hospital. So they had were, grow, grew up in the wrong families, basically. Um, there was a series about like a couple of seasons. And it also had like a lot, like obviously a lot of deaf representation because one of them was deaf. So she went through like... Um, to a deaf school and and also like a lot of asl was obviously spoken in 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 the series and i totally forgot what but but she also acted in that one anyway i'm looking at other news um her i am oh yeah you see her in a lot of series i feel like she is she's she's just roles in a lot of series. yeah i have not actually obviously mostly like excuse me (laughs) (laughs) i know you haven't seen the l word no i started watching it um last year the before the panini so whenever that was i don't even know anymore um and i <laughs> stopped watching it like i got a few episodes and then i just didn't watch it anymore i should rekindle that again um but yeah back to the oscars um we have uh jessica chastain as best actress in the role um the eye of tammy Faye. good for her good for her um will smith winning best actor in a lead for king richard um, which I is have to admit about- that I thought I know what do you it's, continue what you were gonna say. <laughs> it's a movie about Serena and Venus Williams. <laughs> I know, and I thought it was some Shakespeare movie or some shit when we talked about this. Only during during the speech, I was like, "This is not at all anything Shakespearean. This is about the Venus, the the Williamses." And I know, like, and I like, why do you keep mm-hmm. talking about the Williamses? Like, what's going on here? I know. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I see. I was, yeah. And now I'm suddenly super interested in the movie, actually. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's kind of like this um, real-life story thing. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, another Shakespeare drama situation, whatever, right? I mean, it could still not... be Shakespearean. I don't know. Maybe it's Maybe. one of those adaptations. Like, 10 Things I Hate About You is a Shakespeare adaptation, right? So, But he, but they talked about the William sisters. So maybe not. What? Maybe... 10 Things I Hate About You is a Shakespeare thing? Yeah. I had no idea. Wow. Um, it is about loosely based on the taming of the shrew. Is it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. 
I was like, I have to look this up because it it definitely is, but I just don't know. Nice. One of the best movies of our life. That is true. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, yeah. Todd knows so many things as well. It's wild. I, I mean, not that it's wild, but I'm like, I would, I don't know. I had know this. And then we also, for Best Supporting Actress, we have Ariana DeBose, uh, who won for her role in West Side Story. And this is another history-making moment at the Oscars because she is the first openly queer woman of color and the first Afro-Latina to ever win an acting Which is like, I don't know, the celebration, whatever. Too fucking long, but fuck yeah. Also, West Side Story is now on... The oh, is it? Should. I haven't yet. I mm-hmm. haven't. It, it is that. here, so I feel like it obviously all, it must be for you as well. But it's definitely on there. And now I definitely... I already started it, but then I didn't feel like it. Hey, Tom, we're going to watch that, okay? Okay. <laughs> um, and then we have for uh, the best director, we have Jane Campion, uh, who directed The Power of the Dog. Um, and she is only the third woman to win an Oscar as best director. Third woman in all the years in... of the Oscars. How many are there? Like <laughs> I was going to say, how long? How long of the Oscars? And she's only the third. Um However, I actually tried to watch this movie last week and uh, we turned it off. After. Power of the Dog? Yeah, I oh, turned it no. off after 40 minutes. It was the most fucking boring movie I have ever watched in my life. I was oh, like, no. okay. This, this. So I kind of stopped paying attention just a couple minutes into it. I was up at my aunt's house and um, we were staying the night and we were watching a movie and one by one, we all just kind of stopped paying attention. And then finally somebody was like... <laughs> this is really bad is and really i was like bad. this is so bad and then we turned it off we were like 30 to 40 minutes into it oh is it with benedict cumberbatch mm. like it has a pretty awesome cast like kirsten dunst is in it um Ooh. jesse um go oh, well i can't remember his name right now jesse kirsten dunst's husband um like it's got a stellar cast and I mean, Cat's Alter is a stellar cast. Did it help anything? No. True. It was just, it was one of these ones that was so artsy and so like, yeah, cinematically, I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was artsy. Yeah. And I stand by my statement that like Oscars movies are just too artsy for me. I just tend not to really like them. But they, they, I feel like it got more artsy as it, I don't know. I feel like it wasn't always so artsy. I feel it was a lot of it was mainstream often, like or more mainstream. And I feel like they got back to really artsy somehow. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, but then we do have some a uh, not artsy fartsy because Encanto, of course, won best animated feature. Yeah, of course. Like there was I mean, sorry to all the other movies out there, but there was literally no other option. Um, it was absolutely fantastic. We all love Encanto, um, and uh, we have some record breakers for this one as well because Megan the Stallion performed We Don't Talk About Bruno and she became the first woman rapper to ever perform at the Oscar. Really? Yep. That's wild. I know. I need to look that performance up then though because they still have... That'll be another one for the <sighs> Geek Herring Cinema. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's re- Yeah. Um, so go watch Encanto. We'll plan, we'll plan a party for that one. Instead, we watched the other movies, Bright. Yay. <laughs> Could have watched Encanto, saying. <laughs> we watched the best movie of all time, so. Sure. <laughs> don't make me come over there and smack you. Oh, if that's what it takes, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> if it was that easy, I would. Don't you tempt me. <laughs> Don't you tap to me. <laughs> um, and then I'll just run through the rest of these um, yep. winners because they're really the only ones that I want to talk about. So if you want to say anything, um, yeah, oh my God, Taunt, you should have heard them during the 
Princess Bride watch party. It was disgusting. I've never been so insulted and disgusted in my entire life than watching that one right there. And Riley? Debs. 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 Absolutely fucking rip the Princess Bride to shreds. And I was like... I mean, listen, you just you just had a negative experience. I, on the other hand, am not getting those 90 minutes back in my life ever. So I feel like... I still have the worst, worst card here. <laughs> Moving swiftly forward. Um, best animated the short. Caring. <laughs> yeah, we're done. We're done. Um, best animated short. We have the windshield wiper. Um, which is inside a cafe while smoking a whole pack of cigarettes. A man poses an ambitious question. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. That's what love is. Yeah. Best international feature film, Drive My Car. It was the Japanese movie, right? It was. That was also, wasn't it also nominated as best movie? Could have been. Can't remember. But I think it was. Any- I think you're right. Yeah. Um, best sound, Dune. Best live action short, The Long Goodbye. Best costume design, Cruella. I think that was kind Shopping. of a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, costume design was epic. Um, yeah. Best original screenplay, Belfast, which I still haven't actually probably sh- um, Best adapted screenplay, Coda. Best original score, Dune. Best original song, No Time to Die by Billie Eilish and Phineas. Oh, that was also... Um, best makeup and hairstyling, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. That is a really unfortunate picture. I know, I'm like, that is article. that good? Is that good makeup? <laughs> uh, best editing, Dune. Best documentary feature, Summer of Soul. Which is uh, about um, the Harlem Cultural Festival. And I think that would probably be a fantastic one. Best documentary short, The Queen of Basketball. Um, which is about Lucy Harris Stewart, a pioneer in women's basketball. A rural Mississippi College, three national. And scoring the first basket in women's Ol- Olympic history. And being the ol- first and only woman to be drafted into the NBA. Nice. Um, what? Nice into the NBA. Yeah. So that's actually... Didn't know any, didn't know now. The geek hearing does sports. We are into sports. Yeah. We're getting there. We're, we're so being sports. Go sports. Cool. Um, Let's, best, yay. <laughs> yay, sports. Yay, sports. Best production design, Dune. Best cinematography, Dune. Best visual effects. Also, I had no idea Zendaya is playing in that movie, to be honest. I feel Dune. like all of a sudden I have way more interest in the movie. I know. I would really like to see it. Um, I just, I haven't. But it, it, it's cleaned yeah. up. Like, it definitely won the most Oscar. Yeah. Cool. So, that's our Oscar roundup. Uh, we didn't go too in-depth because um, Oscars. Yeah. And yeah. So, another award show happened um, in the last few days as well, and that's the Grammys. Which, didn't know they were happening. We'll say for sure. Loved. Oh, sorry. I, I think I broke up because you broke up. So, to say that again, because I didn't. Oh, I just say what it was hosted by Trevor Noendo. Um, I don't, didn't hear very much about the Grammys, except that... Uh, Lil, Lil, Lil Nas did not get a Grammy for his... I ang- did hear that. What? <laughs> like, his Excuse album me. came out in the last year, and it was definitely the most epic album ever. Like, I'm not even super big into rap, hip-hop, R&B, whatever. Like, I like it, but I'm not like, mm, this is the only thing I want to listen to, which is what I did with his album. I didn't turn it off. It's so good. So, yeah, that I, was... A- no words. No words Wasn't Montero, was that, wasn't that also, like, in the time span, or was that before? I think it was in the time span. I don't know. Let's look. Uh, came out in September 21. So I mean, that was definitely out in time. It's a, I don't know. Um, but something really cool um, happened. Um, actually, it might not have even been 
at the Grammys, but just kind of celebrated at the Grammys. Um, and Cardi B, who we talked about at one point when WAP asked, um, <laughs> like a lifetime ago, but what a great episode that was. Um, she made history as the first artist ever with every song on an album certified platinum. And that means that every single song on her album has sold more than 2 million copies. That's just so wild. Because when I read it, I was like, what does this even mean? Like, my brain didn't even comprehend what was going on here. So Mm -hmm. it's just really an amazing... Yeah, it's her 2018 album, Invasion of Privacy, which was already triple platinum. But now all of her songs are platinum well, which is just, like, incredible. That she's the first yeah. person to ever do this. And she is a black rapper. Like, a black rapper female woman. Like, this is amazing. This black is so cool. Rapper, female woman. <laughs> like, all all of these things. Yeah. And it's awesome. All of these things. Amazing. Yeah, Other so than cool. that, they were probably way less, way less newsworthy, the Grammys. <laughs> than the old. So that's, uh, that's it. I don't want to talk about award shows anymore. That's because we can talk about the thing we love the most. Sam Max. <laughs> I know. I was like, which part is it that we love the most? Sam Max, <laughs> articles by Ed Nightingale, <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. All of it, I feel like. <laughs> it, yeah, it's true. I was like, yeah, probably there are too many things that we love most in this world, in this feature. <laughs> yeah. um, in, 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 but, oh, uh, amazing. Oh, I thought for a second when. Do you have dicks on your <laughs> screen? Dick. No, don't. Don't think so. Um, so uh, Ed, who is working, wrote this article uh, about basically about a tweet thread by Sam Max, who is the woman we talk about constantly all the time. And I feel like um, I feel wait that. Just make it. Oh Ed. fucking! It's wrong <laughs> because he's not working for Pink anymore. <laughs> he's working for Eurogamer now. Already for good, good, good things. Anyway, anyways, um, update it to just be Ed. I can update it to just be Ed. And so we have talked about Sam Mags a lot. lot. <laughs> we love Sam. And she's and Sam is also not only has she written all these amazing geek girl books that we love and like talk about. But also, she's a writer for mobile video. And one of these is Open Clank, the part which is by far one of the best platformers I feel I've, I've ever. It's a platformer that I wished I had when I was a, when I was a kid. Presentation. And I think all I wanted in my life was, I don't know, female Lombax that is like badass and does. But um, being the one who always played Mario. All I could do is rescue. I feel like that was just for me. Per- um, and she was the lead writer on them. For about a year and a game. half. She she worked on the title for about a year and a half. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, still as the lead writer. There. Um, and basically she spoke up about an article where somebody took credit for work that she was the driving force in that moment for. Like, and, and as a lead writer, she obviously had the responsibility for, like... Um, the way that Rivet, how they wanted to call her Ratchet first, and then how this is problematic because it's kind of like the white, less washed out wor- version of Ratchet. How they, the, and then she needed a separate, uh, like a, that she was her own personality and not like this suck off of Ratchet and stuff. So somebody in an article wrote about this and didn't at all and kind of took credit, um, spoke about how 
Once again, the people are taking credit for a woman's work, and especially in that case for her work. Um, and she was really upset about it in the situation. How it came about is that um, an IGN article written by Rebecca Valentine um, released that uh, Rebecca had done an interview with um, one of the, the the leads at Ratchet and Clank about the article. And the this is... Uh, and Sam credits this as, as as no fault of Rebecca's for the omission of Sam. It's entirely at the fault of the man that was interviewed um, and was saying like how someone, uh, you know, came up with these concepts and someone did this. And like she just wasn't even credited as a lead writer, as a writer, as coming up with any of the ideas um, surrounding this. And it really brings up the whole issue of women being discredited or just completely uncredited for work that they've done, especially as a lead writer. Um on on a on a team on a such a prominent game as well um Mm. and she said uh in a tweet thread that's why being cut out of the conversation hurts so much it's a team effort but at the end of the day as lead writer naming her was my job and my responsibility and i was brought on to this project specifically to be a voice for the players who needed a rivet in their lives um so without sam mag we wouldn't have rivet (laughs) right like yeah we absolutely wouldn't have it um and like she was also hugely responsible for the look of rivet as well because they kept wanting to make her rivet sexualized like with big wombax boobs and like makeup and big eyelashes and all of the things that belong on a cartoon wombax <laughs> i get i just can't imagine i can't just can't imagine that verse like that's like if you've seen rivet and you're like imagining imagining with like lashes um, and hilariously, um, when the creative director um, of Ratchet and Clank kept coming up with, you know, these ideas for having Rivet with breasts and makeup, she just kept like screaming Lombax to him, which is actually hilarious. <laughs> and like, I kind of wish that I was, this was happening. Like, that'd be amazing. I know. <laughs> um, because there was uh, a game, another game that released, and I can't remember the name of it, but it also had a female um, cartoon character that had been sexualized. And, like, that was what the majority of Twitter discourse was about, was how, like, hot this character was. And it wasn't about the gameplay or, like, it was both, like, why is this character hot? And then also, like, why does a cartoon animal have boobs? So, and, yeah. like, that's what mostly remembered about the game, uh, except that I can't. But that's okay. Um, and we can also thank Sam Mags because... Rivet, yes, Rivet, sorry, brain just farted there. Um, Rivet is canonically a lesbian. Love it, because you don't need to have an in-game romance relationship to be a lesbian. Yeah, because, like, that your life is over, like, mm-hmm. that you're any less of a lesbian. So, so. yeah, thank Sam Maggs for creating this fantastic character. Um, shame to people that want to erase your work, because your work does not, should never be erased. Not just you, yeah. all women, <laughs> work should not be erased and uncredited. And please come on. Yes, please. We will reach out to you. We will. <laughs> we will. Because we only talk about this for three years now. I know. We, we, we decided we're going to do it now because fuck it. We're mm-hmm. just going to do it. Yeah, we're going to ask you. Um, exactly. Yeah. So we'll obviously link the article um, and we're also going to link the uh, Sam's Twitter thread um, about this because it's uh, it has quoted quite a lot of the thread in his article but we will link directly to it so she can read the whole thing because it is worth it you need like every mm-hmm. but i was referring to and he needs more love also yeah the thread is <laughs> i thought you but like all of it is great it's articles sam's twitter thread sam's multiple twitter threads in general yeah so and our final article how much do we all love elliot 
this much Very and much. more. <laughs> Very much is the only only true answer for all of them. And um, he's playing, as we all know, he's playing in Umbrella Academy. And he used to play Vanya. Um, but in the drummer, we will now get Victor Hargreaves because Vanya uh, or his old academy alien. Yeah, this is fantastic because there's not... I, I actually want to say this might be the first show that is going to follow along with a character's transition as the actors as well. Um, like, Probably. that's pretty big news. And yeah, we're, we're really, really, really excited. And it's going to be a big story arc for Victor. And we're going to follow along. Um, it's a major moment for trans representation in pop culture. And it's just just great. Um, so really excited for Elliot Page. Really excited for Victor. And also like really happy to see Netflix um, with the representation as well. Because Umbrella mm. Academy is a, a Netflix show. So glad to see that they're being supportive and the storyline that to be honest i feel sometimes netflix is not even not really bad with what because they also have the um disclosure mm. or something mm. um disclosure yes oh my god look at my brain <laughs> disclosure um which has like deals with in general trans issues has laverne cox talking about is about it in like actor movies and media and how tr um trans were represented in movies and stuff before and it was really interesting just a while ago um it's really good to um good to have a look at and they also have it on it's also netflix kind of doing nice stuff there um, yeah there's another netflix show actually that i recently started watching called tales of the city is um the trans as well yes it's um, the one in san francisco right yeah yeah this um, is the the newer one because there is an old one uh, which was mm -hmm. a there's an old show with that must have been shot ages ago, a while ago, because the actors are young in that one. And I all only realized it after I watched a new one. Um, that's <laughs> Flinks says that's from back in my day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and I only realized there wasn't actually a, there was actually some a show before that. Um, that. <laughs> I'm so sorry that um, now wow, the that ageism of, on the stream today. I swear. I know it's really bad. It's not so bad. <laughs> we couldn't be any less ageist in real for real, but it just comes out really <laughs> badly today. Uh, my, I'm, 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 I'm really sorry. I feel really bad now. <laughs> but oh no! But Charlie wasn't even born then. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> oh no <sighs> but yeah there's a new version that just recently aired and then 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 there is a one that has been aired like previous okay. a while before i don't know how long before <laughs> um but yeah so just great seeing the netflix fans represent and yeah may, long make and um umbrella academy season three where we meet Victor comes out. Which is almost soon, so, so I have time long. to watch the second season. That yeah, I don't think I've seen the second season, so we should definitely. I also, I we on, I only watched two episodes, but already I love. Forgot. Yeah, so that's what got ready for you for Geek Girl. I think that's it. Do you have anything else to add, Money? No, I feel I've stepped into a lot of problem pots today and made everybody feel horrible about their age. So I feel that's that's enough for today. <laughs> 
It's true. You did yesterday call me a youngin' plus, and I was like... I did. <laughs> did. I mean, it was a typo, but I mean, I left it there. <laughs> because I feel it's kind of fitting still, too. Um, okay, well, that's what we have for you for Geek Girl in the News. Just a few stories to round up, not our normal seven, um, because this is what we do here at Geek Carrying Things Up, and what's happening. Uh, so exactly. join us again in two weeks for another amazing episode of Geek Herring. And in the meantime, come hang out on Discord where you just might see the next uh, installment of Discord Watch Party Geek Herring Cinema Club. I don't know. We'll maybe put something on Twitter because that's the only place we hang out these days. So All thanks links. for tuning in and see you again in two weeks because now we're back on track. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Bye. Bye. If you like this episode of Geek Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Caring and over on geekcaring.com.